Idris Deby has a long history of suppressing armed rebellions, successfully putting down armed rebellions. And so it was really a surprise when I heard that he had been killed. On the other hand, my initial reaction was, well, good for him. Instead of dying in his bed surrounded by gold, like one of these superannuated corrupt autocrats, uh, he was a warrior and he died like a warrior. And I'm sure if he could have chosen his death, he would have chosen that. Professor Yates, you know, the fact that he's one of the longest serving presidents on, on the continent, what does that say about the power that he held and the support that he enjoyed? Right. Well, that neighborhood is particularly difficult. Chad is an immense territory and without air power, it can't be controlled. So the first thing that it indicated was the decisive role played by France and French air power for three decades, which often allowed him to put down rebellions by attacking long caravans of trucks and, you know, jeeps and so on, these kinds of low technology coup d'etat. Uh, another is that he ruled with uh, as a strong man, that uh, Chad has failed democratization and, um, and uh, democracy is largely game played in the south and through the vast regions of Chad to the north, uh, it requires military rule and he provided uh, precisely that. But another lesson, and it's kind of the flip side, is unlike uh, Hissène Habré, whom he overthrew back in 1990, uh, Debe was not into wholesale violence. He was one of those dictators who used retail terror, who selected his victims. It was a matter of assassination of individuals, but never a genocide, like his neighbor to the east, Omar al-Bashir. Uh, and never um, uh, ethnic uh, uh, pogroms and violence like you see to the south in Central African Republic, and never like to the west with Boko Haram you know, and Lake Chad, never the rising up of jihadists. So he was a strong man who managed to maintain the territorial integrity of the country, but complete failure when it comes to democratization. Yeah, well, I think if you were to take uh, a sample of the current uh, African heads of state, you'd have only a handful who have any kind of a real um, war experience. Often, even the military rulers are, are nothing but people who commit violence against their own populations. And what's interesting with Debbie was that this was a soldier who actually fought uh, with a military in battles against other people who had guns. Right? The typical military ruler in Africa just kills unarmed civilians. So De Debbie uh, going into battle, just think about it. This was a man who, first of all, had joined Hassan Hibre and fought against Muammar Gaddafi on the Oswa Strip up in the north of Chad, fighting against Libya. And then when Hassan Hibre went mad, he fled and he went up to Libya. And he was trained in Libya and armed in Libya and came back through Sudan and staged a coup to Tassel Hassan Hebre. Both of those were him fighting people who had guns. Then, uh, once he's in power, of course, you know, failed democratization.